questions every day. How's a brother supposed to sleep? Listen, I give youngers books. Trying to educate myself as I'm running through these streets. There's no such thing as black and black crime. You can hit us in the DMs if you want the smoke. Pew, pew, pew. Not sure where the conversation's gonna go. But did you do your research? Yeah, I wanna know. That's the life of a domino. It's the domino, domino effect. <laughs> oh, we never do this. Um, comment, like, and subscribe. There's a lot of views, no subscriptions. If you don't subscribe, then you watch your pussy also. Let's not be in that category. Let's keep things moving, innit? <laughs> so we're going to jump straight in. <laughs> so with the intros. Yeah. I, I didn't get the memo. These men tried to do that 90s, 80s <coughs> fashion and all the rest of it. Like, So to my left, we have Mr. Arcade himself. Tell him Looks again. Looks like he's ready to step, step on dance, go 3000. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Start cutting the shapes, festival season, Elro, all of that. Tell him again. Sauce on sauce. Beatbox and that. You know, I guess. Mr. Vegan Warrior. Come on, big up my the meatless plant-based crew. plant-based champion. Come on. Not beyond meat, but we already know the style. Tell them again, we do this Eduardo. for you. Eduardo. Yeah? Because... Tell them again. Come on. Jiggle sauce. To Don't my right, <laughs> we have the original HMRC Tax. There you are. Obviously been watching a lot of Snowfall with the tracky. Mr. Big Saint, Mr. Saint. Hey, HMRC income, capital gains, and never inheritance tax, you already know. Don't know. <laughs> And then we have me, the most masculine host of the pod. We're about to get into this. Um, Mr. Five Foot Five. Uh, six Foot on Tinder. Yeah, me. Mr. Vertically Challenged. Now, now we can continue. Air Forces, I'm definitely putting up. They don't make yellow pages no more. Platforms. Yeah, hmm? Hmm? yeah <laughs> platforms, innit? Elevating you, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, into this. So this one is more <coughs> serious this topic. It's going to talk about the epidemic that no one's talking about at the moment in the news. Not in the UK, anyway to do with the Asian attacks that's happened on in America. Um, we'll put in the literature at the end of the show. But to bring you up to speed, there's been, in the UK alone, there's been a 300% increase in attacks on Asians um, of Oriental descent. And there hasn't been the same coverage as there was for BLM and even the Indian farming, farming attacks that happened. So yeah, we just wanted to bring it to the floor today. It's interesting because it kind of makes you realise that some things are just kind of spoken about because they're popular to be mm. spoken about. Um, I don't think this issue is any less important than BLM, but I think it's not getting the same shine because it's not as popular. Why do you think it's not popular? I think everyone wants someone to blame for COVID. Mm-hmm. I think it makes people feel a bit more comfortable with someone to blame um, and to hold responsible, even if it's based in pure ignorance. I hear that still. But I think in terms of like, I feel like a lot of the identity politics out there at the moment is all to do with, for example, when you look at the far right or the far left, it's all, the, with the far left, it's all about creating an idea to blame someone for it. Mm-hmm. And that's to, in order to get the white majority to vote and usually that <coughs> of the working class or the middle class. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I feel like, I think, Dare I say it, it's a bit crazy to say, but I feel like because our culture is very relevant at the moment, I feel that's why BLM was pushed, whereas a lot of Asian culture in terms of in the wider picture and what is pop culture at the moment, like people didn't really give a fuck. I hear that. I just think it comes down to the fact that Asian people are quite reserved as a people. Like, mm-hmm. it's not new that they've received hate crimes. Like, it's well documented. It's just that they don't make a big fuss about it. Mm-hmm. It's only now that is being pushed too far. And I think part of what plays into it is the fact that we're in a pandemic. So there's more ears, there's more people willing to listen. And it's harder to avoid 
the situation that's happening. But I just think quite generally, they've been quite quiet. Like even on my social media, I'm seeing a lot of my Asian friends that were at university with coming out and speaking out, whereas usually they'll just take it. Mm. And it's, it's a lot of microaggressions. I think they, they probably have the same, uh, if not more, level of microaggressions that we face in the in the, in the black community. Because yeah. you have to remember, yeah. a lot of popular culture, even around films, um, stuff like that, there's a lot of like negative connotation towards Asian people, a lot of negative stereo, um, stereotypes. Wouldn't but again, you, they don't say too much. Wouldn't you say oriental black stereotypes are usually more positive, like being like a stereotype, being good at maths, being rich? I ours, think ours, depends, ours. depends how you see it though, because being good at maths can be extended into like being a geek all the time and then, then it has a negative connotation mm. in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, I get But you know when it's like ours is pretty much either you're an athlete yeah. or, or you're a rapist or a murderer. Trapper, yeah, it's like it's cool being an athlete, but not if that means you're dumb. Yeah. Do you, do you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, like, yeah. like, So I think they've got positive stereotypes, but they've also got a lot of negative ones. Because obviously, like, you have to remember, even though it's a positive stereotype, the likelihood that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's sick. You get me? They'd rather cuss you for the other stuff. So, like, when, like, they come up with some mad things, like, um, Kong, Kong Fu, like, how oh, was it? Kung flu and shit like that. Yeah, that was, like, Trump, that was Trump as well. Yeah, bro, like, people yeah. say this shit. Trump's a deviant. No, no, like, no, but the one negative stereotype is... The small dingling, the, the small dingling. Like imagine, like girls, they're, they're just looking at you. They're like, I don't want to pipe you because I heard that you, you ain't got the match. No, that's a dickheading. It's hmm? a dickheading. Hmm? It's a dickheading. <laughs> it's a dickheading. That's a that's a wholehearted dickheading. I feel like I want to say a madness. We gotta keep it serious, <laughs> bro. It's a dickheading though. I don't care. That's say a the, violation. Say the, say the, say the <laughs> Being presumed <laughs> small is a dickheading. Yeah. Everyone just thinking you got a small chopper. That's a dickheading. Yeah, but what about for black man if they think you got the mad thing and you ain't got the? That's all right. <laughs> but, but no, no, it is, yeah, but it can be offensive. But I say yeah, it, can, the, no, it can be offensive. Based can. on the stats, though, mm-hmm. I said the man got the yeah, but you know, the stats I've seen this year, so they said the biggest, the biggest chopper whoppers, yeah, is Congolese and Lebanese. Congolese, yeah, yeah. you know, the Lebanese man, yeah, they're like, walla, 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 it's eight inches, my brother. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm saying you're like, brother, I don't know if you're, you're gassing. You know I don't know, innit? that's what the, the numbers say, innit? So, boy, like. That's your thing. That's your thing. I know what my thing said. You get me? <laughs> we have to bring it to the floor in it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, before it goes left, well, no, it's, no, it's, it's crazy what's happening. I think it's definitely a, a, a conversation needs to be had more so. But I think yeah, like with the black community, yeah, mm. we're way more outspoken about stuff. So we don't let stuff like this go unrecognized. And I think that's what the Asian community are starting to realise now that if you want change, you have to make noise. I think it was even something like Malcolm X that said it. Like mm. if you want if you want things to change, you just have to make noise. Otherwise, it just things will continue to happen. You know when the whole BLM thing was happened, where you two one of the people that said silent your silence is your complicity. Hundred percent. So uh right, cool. So me playing devil's advocate. You're saying silence is your complicity. Mm-hmm. There's so many social causes out there. Mm-hmm how is it possible for everyone to speak on any social cause? <laughs> because I feel like a lot of people haven't. doesn't mean they don't care about it. It's just like, how can I care about the starving children in Africa? How can I care about what's going on in Syria? And in, like, do you know what I'm saying? How well, you should care about all of those things, but... Like, the vocal like, can, Yeah, yeah, that, that's another question. It's, I, it's a good point. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I hear what you're saying, but I just think it's based on knowledge and access to knowledge. Because the point is, once you realise these things are going on, then you shouldn't remain quiet about it. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? So, cool, you can't, mm. you can't join every struggle... But again, like with a simple thing... You feel like remaining silent on things that you know about on is things the you problem. Because obviously you can claim ignorance to certain subjects because mm-hmm. you don't ha- you have a lack of knowledge. But once knowledge has been brought to you, then you have no excuse to remain silent. 
Do you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, f- to give a perfect example, we've seen what's happened in the news. We've seen that as not get much coverage. So we said, you know what? Let's speak on it. Let's bring some knowledge to people so that not only are we learning, but we're also teaching other people who watch and view the platform that this is what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? Whereas mm-hmm. we could just be like, Asian men are beefing, but it's not my fight, innit? Mm-hmm. I'm black, I got my own troubles. Do you get what I'm saying? But when in reality, if we're able to fix their situation as a, and, and ours, then everybody prospers, everyone benefits. Do you get what I'm saying? But I'm saying a lot, what I've seen a lot of us as black people, I'm seeing a lot of Asians have reported to me the cognitive dis- dissonance in the sense of they've posted things and other people have mm. been, like, been like, oh, but your struggle's not like ours, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost diminish their struggle. Acting like it's not relevant. Mm. Um, why do we think that is? Is that, is that because of their like, perceived standing in like general culture? I like, think like how things are in their own country is that is that the percentage? I don't know, but I think it's like you know is I think a lot of black people they can't see that all because one person is oppressed in 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 one nature doesn't mm. mean like you can't both be oppressed at the same time. Mm. It's like a competition, but mm. it's like I've we've seen the analogy before. Mm. If I've got a broken hand and you've got a broken leg. Mm. We still need to get medical attention. My, one might be. You can't say that one's worse than the other, even though your leg's bigger than my hand or whatever. Yeah. It's well, you can say one is worse than the other, but you're both in aid. You're yeah, both in still in need of aid. Yeah. And that's not to diminish the other person's injury. Mm. You know but I think I think this really plays into this newfound victim culture that is quite a 21st century phenomenon. It's like yeah. everybody wants to be the victim of something to put a blame somewhere else, which alleviates or pushes away the responsibility from yourself. But it says, it, but it's like with some black people, it's like. <coughs> I've been so, I've had it so hard in my life that no one else could have had it hard as well. And it's just this case of, I want to be the biggest victim because I want everyone to feel sorry for me. Yeah, but this is what I feel. It's like, with this whole victim culture and people call me a coon for it, but it's just like, I feel like sociological explanation provides a great explanation for the macro environment at all. But it's like, for example, when they look about like oppression, when you look at the black community, we've been oppressed. Indians and Chinese have been oppressed to different degrees, not as much as us, but still oppressed. But it's like these tools for capitalism to, to succeed. It's like we can succeed, still buy it. But it's almost like us as black people, we just look down and we're just like, oh, you know what? We've been oppressed and that's what it, it for us. Mm-hmm. When you look at other cultures, they just get on with it. And I think we, we have black people, we've always been very vocal when we're being oppressed. But as you said even before, like Indians and the Chinese, they've been oppressed also, but they might not be as vocalised. But in terms of getting on with it and getting action done, you can look at the figures in terms of looking at the middle class and how affluent they are, that they do better than we do, especially in this country and in the US. I, I agree. But I think it's, this is a case of language and how you put, put, put across certain perspectives. Because I would agree, obviously, the level of oppression that black people have faced in recent history is crazy in comparison to others. Once we tried, there's been many situations where we try to build and in doing so the establishment has brought it down so it's made it hard and difficult to to step up the ladder when it gets getting knocked down however that doesn't necessarily mean you should stop and just give up which is what a lot of us do do you get what i'm saying you have to keep trying especially now where things are more visual they could get away with a lot of the stuff back then because if the bank wasn't lending to you there wasn't that kind of information being stored so that when people did speak up about it they're like okay where's where's the proof Whereas now, you can't really get away with trying to destabilise communities because once someone posts something, it's game over. But I think a lot of us are lazy. And again, it's like we want stuff to be given to us. Like we have the opportunity to work hard and achieve something and then use something like nepotism to benefit the community. However, people want to be handed stuff. And that's just not how things work, in it? And I think it's, it's dangerous because now we've created like, and I know this is going slightly off a tangent, but we've created like this, 
handout culture within our, where we feel that the world owes us something mm -hmm. and that we can't actually, well, I feel like if you're born in the West, like born in the U US or in the UK, there's obstacles in place and we need to still strive to do more and to make it a level playing field. But we know this society is not meritocratic. No, so Why do you think that Asians are more so willing to run the race with like a weight on their back and black people are more like, kind of like just kind of step back and say well if it's not gonna treat me equally then i'm not even gonna partake and do you think that's to do with their reserved culture that you're talking about like um i just think it's, it's different social and political situations like the chinese government have, have been instrumental in well if we want to isolate china as, a, as an example have been instrumental in pushing and propelling their people forward. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you compare it to African leaders, mm -hmm. it's, it's very obvious to see mm -hmm. the difference in... You feel like they're supported internationally. The yeah, when one thing they said is, um, Akala actually had this reference. Um, the GDP produced, so like the output economically from China, most of it actually comes from expats who are abroad bringing money back into mm -hmm. China. Whereas if you look at Africa, it's, it's mm. not the same. Mm. You've got Africans embezzling funds. Mm. So I think yeah, it's more of a, of a psychological perspective and a visionary perspective because obviously the Chinese government have been very, very strict with what they're, they're looking to do with their people and how they're looking to grow. Mm. Whereas, again, if you look at Africa, bruv, every man's just out for himself, isn't it? But bringing it, bringing, it, bringing it back to the question at hand, it's like when you look at, I think there's like cogs in the wheel. So for example... Boko Haram is when an, us looking outside, we like oh, it's a terrorist Muslim um, Muslim faction within the north of Nigeria. Yeah? But having been on the ground and speaking to my cousins there, it's all a polit political agenda. Boko Haram was set up by the Nigerian government, and whoever's in power, they will then fund Boko Haram. And the people in the north who are the poor are the ones that get bombed and are the ones that are mm. at where the, most of the groups are. And the Nigerian government do not care about them, but they have the most voting power. So what they'll do is they'll fund them and then they'll go do bombings and then the, the opposing the opposing party will say, oh, look, what well, your government's not even protecting your people and then they'll vote for them. So it's all puppets in a pawn. I see. Do you know what I'm saying? So when you're looking at the same way, the US has an agenda against China at the moment when you're seeing with the sanctions with the Uyghur Muslims and all the rest of it. So it's like creating this dangerous... Um, mm. divisive bipartisan politics is like, okay, cool. This is how we're going to get people to beef each other and the byproduct is random Asian people getting attacked. Similar when you look at Brexit, mm. historically, the North have always voted for Labour because Margaret Thatcher didn't give a fuck about, about them. But now when they, f they push this immigrant gender, no, this immigrant racist politics, mm. now the North are going to vote Brexit. Because it's, yeah. I think the situation though is, it's slightly different and it, it comes from a more historical standpoint mm. with, with China or Asian US relations in it. Obviously, with this situation, <clears throat> there's that white guy that killed, what, seven people, six of them. Yeah, in the spa shooting. Six yeah. of them Asian women. And then claimed that, you know, it was to, like, kind of control his temptation. Mm. Um, with so Some of the stuff that I was reading was, obviously, with US-Asia relations in the sense of, like, US um, being an empirical power over Asian powers. There's this notion of dominance. Obviously, when a lot of the um, US army was over in Asia doing the invasions... There was, I can't remember what the towns was called, but there was, there was like these towns that moved around basically. And a lot of them were like prostitutes. Mm -hmm. So obviously the, the, the soldiers used to beat, like have sex with them or whatever, mm. brought those perspectives back to the US and that's perpetuated itself over time. Do you get what I'm saying? So now you have that um, historical um, 
contextualization of how they perceive Chinese women or Asian women yeah. and they yeah. sexualize them now in the US. So and that, that's been perpetuated through society. When you couple that up with people like Trump or other political powers who push a, a specific rhetoric, calling the China was, virus and all these China things, virus, Kung flu virus. I was reading on I was reading on Al Jazeera that um, hate crime went up in comparison to last year, one hundred and forty nine percent. Three hundred percent in the UK. According I mean, to, just, according just, to the just by the word. So they, they actually drew up direct correlations to the time when these um, kind of language was being pushed out mm. to to how people reacted to it, and you actually start to see how powerful these individuals are. individuals can be or the words of political yeah, representatives yeah. are because these these men are speaking it and literally weeks after the, yeah. the rise in hate crime is there yeah, and yeah. what they also found is that when they were apprehending these people they were quoting rhetoric from political yeah. elites do you get yeah. what I'm saying so all the stuff about like yeah. um, Kong, Kong flu and all yeah. them thing there that they were saying it's these like they, are regurgitating <coughs> this information they feel supported in their view when they yeah, see yeah, like yeah, a political yeah, yeah. leader say that sort of stuff because there's an impetus there's an impetus to act on if mm. my leader is saying these lot are the mm. problem it then normalized. why shouldn't I take it upon myself to bad man up when I see them mm. like what was actually sick though that I see and this kind of goes back to what was discussing last week with the women yeah around communication yeah mm. but they were saying that they've set up little communities so that when Chinese people are walking home someone can like volunteer to just walk with them or walk oh, into who, the shop who's, who's, not, who's not Chinese or who's Asian. not Chinese or nothing just to walk with them for safety reasons <coughs> and I think that's such a sick idea like mm. literally people mm. that just volunteer mm. in the community that will help you go to the, to the shop to mm. get me or help walk you home in mm. the event that someone tries to do something mad to you mm. but I was watching videos and bro it's mad like this woman was recording herself and you just get people run up to the camera and start doing this what well, in the US? Oh, in the US, bro. Uh, like people, and just you know, like, uh, and what's bad is that obviously where it's been popularized through like Hollywood. Uh, do you get me? It's normal to make those jokes, and th this is where like I think even I was blind to it because I was so blind. To it, I didn't even know it was a thing till this. this the, it, what, the microaggressions are mad, but because it was used in humorous format. We didn't mm. really notice that that was the thing. So like when people copy the Chinese word and do the chinky eyes and all them kind mm. of thing there. Excuse the language if that's offensive. But um, when people doing all of that, bro. that was I didn't even see that. Do you get what I'm saying? Until Someone like, will smoke weed and they'll say, oh, you look Chinese, bro. Yeah. Mm. They'll say that casually. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's normal. And it's not like it won't be deemed like... Yeah, it's not... Uh, offensive talk, do you know what I'm saying? In the US, they're actually pushing um, political legislation on this stuff. So there was something in 1845, I believe, called the Page something. And it was basically saying that um, Chinese women coming into the country are seducing US men and giving them diseases. Fuck so they actually know, made legislation to stop Fuck Chinese know, people man. coming into the country because they're saying, use lot are a temptation. Mm. Like, that, that, like, how crazy is that, fam? And obviously, you see where people talk about spas and stuff here yeah, mm. and massage parlors. That's why it's commonly associated with sex because of what the US media have been pushing mm. out about these people. But then I thought to myself, all right, cool, because... My idea of Asia, obviously, when you think about Thailand, there is a big sexual community. So I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go when you think of like when you think of Thailand in terms of the part, you think of pills, you think of lady boys, you think of the, but that's because what we've been pushing it. That's what's been that's pushed. So I thought to myself, all right, cool. Who does have the highest levels of like prostitution? Mm. It was Africa first, you well, America second, and then Asia third. So like they're pushing a narrative that they do more of onto other people, and then mm. and then making them suffer as a byproduct of that when really it's more more prevalent in their own community it's, it's mm. more prevalent in their own community like prostitution is way bigger in the US than it is mm. in, in Asia and trafficking as well which is crazy but all, again the only thing is like Asians haven't really spoken about the situations that they've been involved in so people aren't to do aware with the culture that they have back home potentially potentially because like a lot, like when I was at uni, one of the things I did say was that, but Chinese people just stuck together. They didn't really fuck with no one. They tend to be very mm. polite, like like very very like, polite. 
like in in my experience, I don't want to stereotype. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to stereotype. But in my experience, like they seem very um, conscious of like how you how you interact mm. with people and how respect and things those sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, I learned about, they call it Hofstede's cultural dynamism, and there's been many different aspects of culture, like individualism versus collectivism, mm. masculine versus feminine, and with a lot of uh, I'll talk of Japanese because that's what I know. Japanese is a lot of it is respect. So, for example, if you're in a meeting to do with business, like you know, in the West, they support for more junior roles to have a voice. In Japan, that's seen as disrespectful. If you're not senior, don't talk. You just sit there and mm, listen. Mm, mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like a, a culture. Being reserved is like almost like expected. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's respect. It's like it's almost the submissiveness is seen as respect. Mm, mm. So I think that that that's a breakdown as well. And I think. That stops your in that gives you an inability to be able to speak out if there's atrocities committed against you in the same way. Or makes you less likely to. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's bad as well though in the news, they're not really trying to push this as like hate crime. They're trying to deviate the conversation and try and make it seem like this was sex related. And obviously the girl was just sick and he was like yeah. addicted to sex. Yeah, but we've seen that before when it's just like, oh, it's not a hate. he's not he's not a terrorist. He's just he's just a white supremacist. It's crazy, but we have to recognize that the intersectionality that comes with discrimination against people plus the acting of violence against them as well. But what what is crazy is that although they're trying to twist the conversation and make it more so about sex than it is about the, the hate crime, isn't it almost the same thing that he's targeted, he's, he's sexualized, he's dehumanized this community of people and said that, oh, I have to kill you to stop my temptation of wanting you. Yeah, oh. scapegoating. And you get what I'm saying? But even so, that is, that is still that, that bigger type of... Like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, mm. how can man say, I want to stop and myself... And, and covering it up with some underhanded compliment, like, like mm. to do with how... Yeah, it's, it's like, weird. But these US men are tapped. I, I really don't understand how... Do you get me? Like, and it's everyone now. I'm starting to clock that. It's not just black people. Like, they're just racist to everyone. They just hate mm. anything that's not traditional white. Mm. But then what is traditional white? But when you look at, say, Atlanta, this is what made me sad as well. It's a lot of the crimes crimes perpetuated against Asians are actually blacks on the Asians. Really? In Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah. Like, the, the, the predominant amount. It's almost like they've created such a dangerous, like, race politics that they're pitting everyone against each other mm. in order to achieve what they want to achieve. And obviously, everyone knows the US's agenda is against China at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've just lumped all Asians together and they said, oh, all the oppressed groups, yeah, free for all. Fox News is actually fucked. They were like, they wanted to, like, see how bad this situation was yeah mm. with um with China so they've gone into Chinatown and done what and just interviewed people and then they'll on the news they'll interviewing and doing all the like the skits the Jackie Chan's and the Kung Fu's and then this and that taking the piss out of them and then trying to do interviews at the same time but then what Asian people are saying is like it's, it's Ch- Chinatown's not a reflection of China mm. I can't remember what he compared it to but it's like a stupid comparison but it's like but that's like going to Lewisham and saying this is Nigeria. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what you're saying. That's literally what they were saying. It was like, how was how was journalists going to Chinatown to be like, yeah, let's get let's let's get a look at what the Chinese people feel about this situation? And they were just interviewing like random old people that couldn't even speak English, and then they were taking the piss out of them in the next clip. But you know why it's dumb? Because in the whole BLM thing, they'll be like, oh, they'll, they'll chat to a random black person like Dizzy Rascal and be like, yeah, so Dizzy says that he's representative of all black people. It's just like, what? So, man speaks for all blacks. I'm not being funny. He didn't, it's not, why is he your representative that you've chosen? Like, that's what I'm saying. And he isn't even chosen to be representative. Or they'll try and talk to Big Nasty about politics and that. Like, I got love for these guys, but it's like, bruv. You're picking the wrong people. Yeah, like, it's it's, it's, it's all strategic. They're doing it on purpose. Yeah, they they are doing it on purpose. He ain't going to call a caller to speak about something. Yeah, he'll shut you down. 
or finish you <laughs> more intelligent than half these people. But no, nah, man, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think one of the most interesting things was like the correlation between language and action. Do you get me? Because I think a lot of people don't take into consideration how dangerous language can be and how, how people truly feel like they can act upon certain things because they're people that represent them say stuff. Mm. So like when they literally, when they drew the distinction between Trump speaking out against China and people acting, I think that's fucking dangerous because I don't think enough people recognise that. Because like, I've, and they made a comparison with like Joe Biden and how quick things stopped as a, mm. when, when political mm. representatives came and sp- spoke out. One thing we don't see enough of, and especially in this country as well, is that when like people like Boris Johnson, for example, have done stuff, they choose not to speak out against it. So then what does that really say to people that are receiving that information as the leader of a country? Mm. And you get what I'm saying? So like seeing a direct correlation between a, a spike in hate crime when someone chooses to speak, I, like, we need to focus more on that. Mm. Yeah, but even when you're looking at our country with the whole Winston Churchill thing when the statues were coming down, he even though Winston Churchill has been <laughs> quoted to say quotes like, oh, the death of a black man is no different di- different to the death of an ape. Mm-hmm. Like, along the, obviously, not mm-hmm. word for word, but along them lines. Mm-hmm. Boris came out and said, oh, um, Winston Churchill was a great national hero that said the odd comment from time to time. The odd comment. The odd comment. But then Boris Johnson is a man who's used terms like pickaninny and all these things. So. Did he say pickney? Yeah, bro. When did he say pickney? He said, he said the pickaninny's had smiles like watermelons. Do you know how wild that is? Yeah. That's <laughs> our prime minister. Fucked. Uh, he needs to get a rush, bro. Fam, I swear, <laughs> done. I said I want to thump him up. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to get a rush, bro. It makes sense. That's why he, they're, they're all trying to shaft shaft his deep can, isn't it? Bro. But yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was an old article that I, that he wrote before. But bro, he was they, like, they compiled like a, I think it was like twenty pages of all of, the of wrong wrong things that he that said he in said. the past. It's crazy. It's crazy. The letterbox thing. Um, he said a letterbox thing. He said that um, Muslim women in hijab is in in headscarves yeah, basically niqab. look yeah kneecaps yeah yeah, yeah. Um, look like um, letterboxes what you don't remember that nah fam you might remember that innit yeah I yeah 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 it's crazy fam he said that he yeah said bro that. yeah bro like it was on like what, whilst he was prime minister yeah, while, it was, yeah whilst he, I said, he said it whilst he was prime minister no or was it shortly before the big thing I think it was before it was massive man it was massive he said that he said that Muslim women look like letterboxes no apology no, no apology no no uh, he's definitely wrong and strong in it. Yeah, but it's, this is the thing, and if you, yeah, he's very wrong and strong. But if you have guys like this running our country, I don't really know what we can expect on the streets. Mm. Like what, it, like if we're asking people to treat each other with respect, when the guy who's running the country is talking like that. Mm. So in that case, yeah, yeah, but these man touch. Like, and I'm not saying that we should all just follow blindly, but that's it's just like people are so easily led, and you no, know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, trust, like, like all of them touch kids, bruv. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza gate in it. We yeah. already know. Yeah. Anyway, so you're gonna say a point? They are. They're yeah, all fiddlers, yeah. though. They are. <laughs> I was gonna say you that. So you see me, yeah, like, I'm a very, like, I, I'll try to be calm, but I'm angry in it. Do you get me? So, like, uh. when someone says something, it's hard for me just to use words or to, to ignore. It's like, I've got to bust your face. You get what I'm saying? Uh. So with political representatives acting in that fashion, yeah, what is the solution to, like, overt racism and bigotry and microaggression? Hang them. Uh. No, that's what I'm saying, like, because... Because the I implications of the actions are so vast. Look, one man says something, people get punched up on the street, but mm. we're just letting my man say what he wants. Because what does that reinforce? Like, Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you get, if your mouth get bust every time you say something mad, yeah, 
At some point, you're gonna realize that, bro. What happened to you. like you know, like when the village would just come with the stakes on the fire and that, like mm. just just Drake's man out of his. Let's go down to Dynasty. Street. Bro, this, bro, this, 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 that's what happens with Niger. They put the tire on you and set you on fire and that, bro. Is what I'm saying. Mm. I've seen it. I, I see a, um, a Nigerian fed, yeah. Like, he done something mad, but the whole city just run him out. Innit? They just yeah. grabbed him up, yeah, they yeah, mash yeah. him up, bro. Wow. I was like, he's a fed. I said, like, he's a fed. You can't do that. They don't care, bro. They was finishing him. I understand why, in order to keep a society functioning, that you can't have those type of behaviors. But at the same time, if you don't stop a situation from getting there, prevention is always better than cure, is what I say, innit? But these men ain't preventing. So, so what's the cure? To get what I'm saying, like. It's almost like man has to bust man up in order for man to learn. Otherwise, if I just give you a little like, oh, don't say that, you get me? Man's just going to go home and start screaming at nigger in his yard, bro. <laughs> yeah, but do you not do it anyway? Like, did you see that politician for, um, what's that party? Not um, UKIP. Was it, what's the other one? The other racist party? What, um, what was it UKIP? Brexit, Brit- yeah, but uh, no, no, it was UKIP. Oh, but, um, no, British National Party, BNP. No, no, it was UKIP still, my yeah. bad. But obviously he's like, was one, one of the head of cabinet. And they found his wife's WhatsApp messages, yeah? Oh, but no, yeah. that was the other one. I want UKIP. That's the, the new thing that Nigel Farage is running. Um, and the Brexit party, no? Brexit, is it Brexit party? I yeah, so. I think it's Brexit party. It was that one. I yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah. And, and they came on them um, that morning. Good, good morning, Britain. She was just like, oh, she was just like, she. they, they found the old messages and just like, oh. I'd rather, she was just like, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather die than get fucked up by a black man yeah, and letting yeah. them all she in this said country. Some she said, things. it's like, she just said, she said, England's becoming like a cesspool of illegal immigrants. And instead of saying some mad things, bruv. Mm. And this was like, this is what... And she she came out and said she apologised. Oh. She was like, oh, no, nah, like, it was a joke. But London's only lit because we're here. Mm, <laughs> but fam, the way her husband tried to defend her, and he was like, yeah. oh, she's... she's You know how people talk between friends? And, you know, people talk like this all the time between friends. Just because, you know, you uh. don't see doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I was like, so that's your excuse for homegirl saying those mad things? Yeah. That's like the other day when... When I heard, um, have you heard the term casual racism? Someone yeah, yeah. tried to normalise what was said about a Meghan Markle's youth, yeah? You know, like, they was looking into, like, if someone mm. tried to peer into, like, the colour, what colour it's going to be. Mm. And everyone, like, obviously, there's a big hoo-ha because how can someone ask what colour the baby's going to be? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This woman basically defended, like, the, 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 family, rep- the family member said, no, 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 you know, it, it could have just been casual racism. Mm? <laughs> so, you know, you know, sometimes it's just a bit of casual racism. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? You know, amongst friends. No. <laughs> no, there's no casual racism allowed. I'll headbutt you, bro. <laughs> like, like, bro. No. How's she going to say that? Such a normal statement. It's bro. wild. Just a it's bit of wild, casual racism. Wild, wild, wild. That's how normal is it yeah, in society. Yeah, like. It's get wild, me? man. It's, that is scary, man. But I think that comes down to, like, I, I hate to tie it back because we keep bringing it to the black. Conversation. Yeah, but this know, is because it's the it? only struggle. Like, you get me? Like, it's the one we understand most. But it's entitlement, isn't it? It's like it's like that. It is white privilege, isn't it? Uh, elaborate on that. It's like, you know, when you have such a high level of cognitive dissonance, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you just see it through your glass windows, and you see like oh, how you would perceive it to be, but you're not thinking about how the other group would feel by you saying that comment. Do you get what I'm saying? But is that is that a really a cognitive dissonance? It's like that's just you trying to understand the situation. Or cognitive your I- ignorance, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think it's more just comparing experiences and trying to say like I relate to that because this happened to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like I think that's a good thing. I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. If I, if like again with this situation talking about microaggressions, mm. I experienced microaggressions, so I know exactly what the like what you're going through right now. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's just me understanding your Empathizing. situation through my lens and. Mm. It, and 
in terms and then yeah, concluding I empathize, you get what I'm saying? Mm. But um I think that that's important to compare experiences mm. because like that's how we understand each other. Because I might not ever experience what an Asian person goes through, but I can do my best to understand. Mm. And this is what we're here doing. Get me yeah. trying to understand the situation yeah. and doing our best to speak out on it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So round, rounding it off, what do you think can be done by us as as a society to make sure that not just the black struggle is covered, but also the Asian struggle? And what should be done about what is going on now? We just need to unite as one people. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like how so? Through communication, conversation. Do you know like it everything is very polarized. Mm. Everything's very me versus you, my experience versus your experience, your problems versus mm. mine. Who's hurting more? Who's hurting more? When in reality, if anyone Same thing with man and woman at the moment, it's like if, if the man and woman thing is mad right now. It's, it's, the, same, it's the same yeah. sort of energy though. Like polar, like like who's worse off? Like yeah. that is not helping no one. If anyone is suffering, then and everyone likes pussy, so I don't get. It. <laughs> but yeah, guys. If everyone if everyone's suffering, it should all be our moral obligation to to come to the aid of that people. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this notion of being that like, I'm very for difference. I don't believe that we're all the same. Like we are different, but that doesn't make us enemies, or uh-huh. that doesn't mean that we should have problems with each other. So like. Yeah. One of the things they pointed out again is just simple education. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now that things have been spoken about, go away and do your research. Understand mm-hmm. how your day to day may affect another person. Because again, if like my friend that I was talking about, I don't, I don't know if I've ever said anything that was stupid around her, mm-hmm. but now I'm more conscious of it. So in the event I am around her, I understand that there's certain things that I don't say, there's certain actions that I don't do mm-hmm. because now I'm aware, now I'm conscious. And I'm go. We all did a bit of reading to come in and speak on this. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what we all need to do collectively. As soon as you understand that something like this is going on, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Maybe I've missed out on a few things. So not watching the movies, mm-hmm. but the movies are all fun and game, and they take the piss out of themselves in the movies. So naturally, as a kid, you emulate that. Like, ha, like, do you get what I'm saying? So to you, that's completely normalized. It's like when we was mm-hmm. in school, and you saying, "Oh yeah, that's gay," was normal. Bruh, it's like when I was in school, the bad, bad ding ding jokes used to get to man. Do you get what I'm saying? Or like the red dot or microwave. I and all when that. you're a kid, you don't realize what these things really mean, innit? Because yeah, you're not yeah, taught yeah. those things. But here we are as adults and we have knowledge, we have access to knowledge. So there's no excuse. As a kid, I hear it because you weren't taught. We should do more to reinforce these teachings in school. Do you get me? There should be more uh, multi ethnic courses that teach about different ethnicities so that we have a base level understanding from adolescence. Do you get what I'm saying? Once those things are implemented, then as you grow up with those um, with those ethics, then we shouldn't be having these conversations in the future because you're you already have a base level of knowledge. And if you're still a dickhead after that, then you need to be ostracized and isolated, mm-hmm. and you will be because and naturally everyone else has that perspective. <laughs> but I think for me, I think one thing I had to learn from the whole BLM thing is I was very pro Pan Africanist, black, all of that. Yeah, big up, but. I realised from the whole BLM thing is that if you're a social justice warrior, self-proclaimed, not in a derogatory, but you should be a social justice warrior for all, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not, not just when it suits you. Not just when it suits you, because mm. I think if everyone adopts that mind frame of when it suits you, everyone will be mm. after their best interests. And everyone can do that, though. Mm. How far does it get you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Us collectively need to come as a group. So yeah. The only reason why BLM has created all these diversity comp, um, uh, programmes is not from black people's merits alone. It's like when we went to BLM protests, it was Asian people there, 
it was all different kind of races. So I think we need to like, when we see these things happening, we need to speak out for all, not to speak out for when it benefits I us. I think that's yeah, one thing that BLM done quite successfully. Uh. We call it BLM, but bro, like it was the biggest diverse Multi, march yeah. the world mm -hmm. has ever seen. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I mean, went there, I was really surprised by how it was how so not black, it? like it's it so diverse. Black. Like it wasn't just all black. I was, I thought I was gonna go there. It's gonna be all black, and it was just a mixture. So it's, how, it's titled BLM, but I definitely think it's something else because I think BLM has allowed for these conversations mm. to even happen. I think like, BLM really signal kind of stands for like real equality, like amongst mm. like the, yeah. all colors. You know, what I mean? like, but the thing, yeah. the thing is, all BLM colors, allowed me to correct my own biases. So in the sense of, for example, when you look at say the LGBTQ community, I, I never said any derogatory comments, but it's just like people would say things around me and I would and, and let it run. Like we know in our culture, people would just say batty man, batty boy and I'll just be like, oh, whatever. Whereas now like certain times I'm like, bruv, that's a bit mad. You can't really be saying that in this climate, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it made me realise that like, if I'm going to say your silence is complicity and the rest of it, it needs to be for I can't, you, Bro, it's just like, um, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm. Not just me? when it suits you. Be the change a you great man once said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Yeah. Ski, yeah, I big up. Do you know yeah. who the guy was? I believe it was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was Nelson Mandela still. But yeah, yeah. man, nah, it's, it's it's real talk, man. I feel like we're all we're all in this together. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? We all we all want more. We all want more for each other and ourselves. And I think we need to really unify and elevate, man. You get me? We're more conscious now. We the fact we're even talking about this, you know, I don't think these are the conversations that were having fifty years ago. So did you man spin? Did you man spin yeah? Cause you man, let go. We've been soft and that. <clears throat> I hate this. Thing. I ain't doing no more freestyles. Bruv. Oh yeah, we'll cut this anyway, innit? Oh, was it me doing it this time? I can't remember. It's I been. It's been, 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 been no, no, I don't. I've sponsored you. Yeah, if you haven't done one, then do it, innit? Oh, cool. Make sure you set up the mic though before we start this. Yeah. Damn, it's always me, bro. I put it here though. Here. But on the left. And turn it to the cam, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we're balling, yeah, we need to get a run off him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, you ready, yeah? Spin hey, set the mic, though, set the mic, because it's far from me. You hear me, yeah? Cool. I want this to land on daily. Bro, it's always <laughs> me, <laughs> I got love for him and that, yeah, but I feel like Eddie's been done dirty still. Bro, and I got done dirty last week, so. Bro, it's going to be like you me, so I'm just, I'm just. Uh. Who is it? You. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a spiritual guy. You know what I'm saying? Man, hey, in touch of the forces. Affirmation ain't no <laughs> um, joke. Come on, that's what I'm saying. Speak into existence, yeah, isn't me. it? Ah. <laughs> Looks like we got ourselves a good one. God hates you. Pick two forfeits. <laughs> oh, big sag. Rage. Oh, calm. Light ones. How many girls have you slept with this year? I've got a girlfriend. 
fácil. Wey, wey, wey. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I've only slept with one before you man tried to pull me out of the Don't try to spit it into some man's or If this was 2020, I would have been on T, bro. You're lucky this is 2021. Yeah, New Year's and that. Nah, nah, nah. He's being true, though. I'm not going to lie. He's being true, though. I'm not going to lie. You bust that He's a real one. Uh. Oh, that should have been taken out. That's the night to remember one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got bust still. No one's here sing that. Um, hey, daily sing will be jokes. Oh, like. mate. What's the biggest lie you've told on your ex? Told to your ex? What was that? What was that? Because I cheat. Oh, them ones. You see the thing about cheating, yeah, obviously. Is that the biggest lie you told you? What's the biggest lie, Yeah, bro? man. The biggest lie, you didn't I cheat? Was, I was a scumbag with the ex, man. Wait, how many times did you cheat? Yeah, this is the thing, yeah, so let me give the let me give you the whole play, so. Obviously, the first year we were together, man was, obviously, I heard something on our break that she kissed someone in it, so I was a naughty boy, innit? So, but then by the time... So wait, she kissed someone and you thought... When, we, when, we, was on a, when we was on a break. So, so you... Oh. <laughs> so I went on a mazina. So your yeah, girl... But, wait, wait. His girl kissed someone yeah. and they went and cheated. No, not cheated. He went and fucked another girl. No, 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 no. But wait, though. But wait, though. No, can I add? Can I yeah, add? Yeah, go and add. The, the, the person she kissed was her friend. Friend. You know, you know like, that oh, guy so that... What, you can only assume there must have been no, more... No, no. Imagine when you was with her. Yeah. It was a friend. Her friend. I hear that. That's hear the that. guy that she's done that with, yeah. The you guy look. that when you was with her, she's been bucking my man. And you know when the gas like, oh, it's my friend, he don't like me. It's my friend, come on, man. Don't act stupid. Yeah, it's my that friend. Would've, that would've and then and then you had a break and then it got juicy. No, yeah, that would have spun. It's lit out here. Because that, that just means you've been scheming from, from <laughs> yeah, the jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. But was he just taking advantage of her heartbreak? But even so, it's not No, but excuse. he's been plotting from time. I'm mandating. Like, I've, been, I've been doing that. You know, I've been sleeping with people. Plotting with, and with, plotting. With, with boyfriends, man. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I know this game, fam. <laughs> he might say, I'm plotting and plotting. Trust me. I got her wire I want her. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah. He waited. You know what it is? He waited for like the day. I, I, I did the. It was like the day that we went on the break. Mm. So, man, waited. He's like, oh, what's so you look, you look on the So, wait, are you yeah? straight to just lips? But I don't know. So, so wait, let I, him go, I, I, man. I, I, let it's all right. Let it go, did, man. How did you find out? <laughs> how did you find out that this kiss? No, after she she, she came and told me, she's like, oh, I we kissed. Know. Yeah, she told me. Obviously, I don't know. But I things know, are going better for you. Boy, you, you, get, you know the way they was. Yeah, yeah, but he was in a shooter like that. Bro. When I start lips and mine, get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you that. Know what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's two lips that man's kissing. I got good feedback for you, though. I got good feedback for you, though. I appreciate that, man. No, no, I was getting my head done today. And my head just said, I like your friend in the middle. I was like, I was like, oh yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, he, he really respects his girlfriend. <laughs> she goes, like he really does, you know, like you, you lot had these two, these two girls on your show and you lot were talking all sorts, you know, and he was really, really, really respectful. So, big, big up, up man. Because now nah, she needs to watch you know this. Bro. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, get a round of applause, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Come on, bro. Black, the... men Black men don't cheat. Man was in the doghouse yeah. for like two weeks, bro. Yeah, like, bro. Why are you even mad, fam? What? Because of what? You... Yeah, bro. because of you, like, bro. Yeah, you put in an exemplary performance. Come yeah. On. When I get a girl, I wanna be just like you. Big up. It's a role model, man. But anyway, yeah. So with the ex girl bringing it back to the gospel, obviously, even I always think see with a cheating thing, man's just with previous times, man's unsuccessful in it. So when I was younger, I was sloppy. With this one, man done everything in terms of my cheating career. Man was trying to be A-star in the cheating at the time. And man's talking that then. Mm. So obviously, for the first year, I was bad. And then for the after that, I was good for the next year, innit? Yeah, I remember. But then she found out on the second year, at the end of the second year, 
She found out man cheated like the year before. So wait, did you cheat or was you on a break when you did your thing? Nah, I did sh- for the first year I was sh- I was single fam basically. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was single, bro. Like, you know it got so bad. You know she was calling up girls like, "Oh, like did you fuck it?" And she was like, "Yeah, I was dealing with him then." Like she called up like three different girls. Mm. You, you know it's so bad. I I forgot. I didn't know the number, bro. And she was just like, "Just be honest with me now." Like each time she's like, she'll find a new girl when she was like going through <laughs> and backtracking. She's like, "Be honest with me. How many girls were it? I said, "I don't know. I don't remember." Wait, do you want to know what the fucked. funniest thing about this guy cheating is? Yeah, let <laughs> me say the funniest <laughs> thing. Yeah, do you know how he got clocked for cheating? Go on. Because he, yeah, yeah just... he got parole and wanted to do detective on his girl, yeah? So he's like, let me go through your phone. Yeah, he's doing all of that. It's all right. It's an old school daily, isn't it, yeah? Mm. He's gone through it, yeah? Found nothing. So now yeah? it's your turn. And she's like, all right, <laughs> let me go through yours. Flick that wrist yeah, in yeah, reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro. I thought, I thought I was sweet. I thought this, I was sweet because, you this, know, for the, for the, for the, the last you're not, year. But you're not thinking, girls, they'll go back to DMs from four years ago. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. has gone into his DMs, yeah, and she's gone so deep, yeah. Like he deep. Wiped the, man wiped the snap, man wiped the numbers, but he didn't wipe the DMs. No, but the thing is, you know what I'm thinking? So I'm like, you know what, I'm good now for this year, man's been straight. But she went back, like, to years back. I'm like, yo, I'm going um, so yeah, far. Yeah, because you was with her for, like, what, how long them times? Two and a half, three. And then imagine, you've been with her for, like, two and a half years, yeah, and then she goes back two years and sees you done a mad thing. And you've been good for the last year. You know them DMs where, where you, there's no way you're busting it. Like, yeah, yeah, had yeah. such a great last night. I miss your dick. Like I said, yo, it's long. Yes, it's, it's long. So, yeah, I'm looking over. And you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's people we're living together as well. So it's even yeah, sad. Long. And after that, it was never the same. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what you got back together after that? You make yeah, that. but obviously, the, 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 I just clocked with the whole cheating thing. You can have a su- successful relationship, done, but it's like. It's not the same, bruv. Like, Damn, if bro. you ever get back, I think like if you're a man that's willing to cheat, you need to be prepared that if you get back cheating, that that's it. Bro. Unless you're high value. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same, bro. Regardless, it's Kevin not Samuel be the same. says that if you're high value, you don't cheat. You're just being a man. I hear that still. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? You got so much money, you have no right to tell me what I do with my mistresses. Well, I, f- I think Sweetie would agree you. still. Sorry? She got broken me, man. It's cool. <laughs> Big facts. Well, we need to speak on that one still. Yeah, we will later. Anyway. Hey, was that that there? Yeah, man. I think that's my fault, isn't it? Yeah? Like, Ski share. Out. Like, share, subscribe, all of that stuff. Don't be a pussy old. Yeah, press that subscribe. Donate to my cash Don't know. Don't know. You already know the thing. <laughs> I think Ed's on OnlyFans now. Oh, I care, yeah, Muscle worship and that. No, he's called, he's called Mandingo Warrior 94, I think. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah, know yeah, what? Yeah. Let me just say one thing, yeah? <laughs> These lighties can't talk, yeah. Because one of the king lighties, yeah? What was he doing, tax? <laughs> one of the king lighties, what was he doing? Oh, <laughs> no, you can't talk about my yeah. man. Yeah, so don't try to talk to me. You can't talk about, about my fans, man. Yeah? When you got a full-blown oh, light no, skin with tattoos. He's not a lighty, though. He's like half or he's, half he's, he's a lighty, man, yeah? <laughs> yeah. One done wearing the home PSG kit. I want to wear the away PSG kit. Bro. <laughs> hey, fuck it, let's speak on it, brother. No, 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 wait. <laughs> We're not going to speak on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>